well, well. It's first off, you're wrong. The podcast might too do smart enough to see problems, but too dumb to figure out how to fix them. I am Luke. With me is Jeremiah. Hi. I did not say the intro right, but that's okay. You got it close it's, enough. <laughs> last week, we had Christmas. Why you were wrong about Christmas. Um, anything to, any kind of notes that you have for for our listening audience? I got in trouble for that one. What, you got in trouble for which one? The Christmas one. By who? Yeah. I'm not going to say who. Say him right now. Dox no, <laughs> and tell us their address. <laughs> tell us their address and everything Walter right Hartwell now. White. Please. That's, That's right. Exactly Negro what Royal Lane. I see. Um, my wife listened to, she didn't even listen to Christmas. She said she listened to Firearms and Tithing and she liked them a lot. Well, I was least, like, That's great. Thank at least you your so wife much. listens to the podcast. No, she doesn't. Those are. <laughs> say they, they just don't believe in us, man. One day. No. One day we're gonna show them all. One day we'll get there. Well, so did you get what you wanted for Christmas? What was the thing that you asked for your wife? It was oh, a, uh, I forgot because Jay and I said we didn't ask for anything. No, I I I said I did ask for something. I yes. didn't say what it was because I did the grown up Christmas list bit, mm. which I thought was a lot more funny than you guys did. Yeah, um, I, I didn't. I forgot what the song was called. We need to drink coffee more when we're doing this. This I is know, really so do. much more pleasing. It's than, like yeah, the PZ is like the PZ is great, but this is really nice. Well, I, I think I've gained like at least 10 pounds in the past two weeks since I talked to you about doing 75 hard <laughs> January 22nd. <laughs> I have been eating so many donuts and, uh, why? And just, I literally stop at the gas station and just get, if they have those, like those don't, the fake donuts or whatever that they, they put out there, like it's circle K. I like grab two every morning. Just trying to get as big I've, as possible. I have gained weight over Christmas as well. Oh, no, no. This isn't over Christmas. This was just because I'm going to gain weight. I will force myself to gain weight. And I'm not working out. And I will. I, I want to be as large as possible. Go listen to physical fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it with a disclaimer. All right. As you guys know, this podcast is mainly opinion-based. But, of course, as Christians, our utmost authority is Scripture. Our goal is to make you come away thinking of things you haven't thought of in the past or maybe thinking of things in a new light that you have thought of before. With all that said, Luke, what are people wrong about this week? People are wrong about missions trips. Missions trips. In general, in general, kids' missions trips, or as they're called on the interwebs, short-term missions. Short-term missions. I learned that about two seconds before we started recording. Wow. Actually, we were already recording, but my wife was telling you a story. That is true. And you were making terrible remarks about people. Yes, yeah. I was. And I will say that live on yes. the after show. <laughs> we, we, we do that, an after show? Uh, yes. Was uh, I aware of the after show? You can subscribe to it on our Patreon. Yeah. No, <laughs> so we're not on Patreon. $20,000 $20, a month. No, we just need one donor. What's the we just right, need one what's, donor. What's the right-wing Patreon called? Oh, I don't know. I know what you're it, talking about. Um, I just haven't... I, subscribe I don't, star or something is that what like it is? that. I can't I, remember. I don't, know, I don't know enough people that are on it Like that I hear people say, like, oh, join it. So I... I know Give, Send, Go is the, uh, the right-wing version of... Uh, um, Gibson Go. Give, send, oh, Gibson. go. Oh, of a uh, GoFundMe. Uh, GoFundMe. Yes. Okay. I actually do. I've heard of yeah. that one. No, yeah. um, we do not have that. The Kyle Rittenhouse thing got oh. taken off of GoFundMe and everyone made a big stink about it. Oh, is that And a thing? then they put it on Give, send, go. I forgot about that guy. I don't know how we got on Rittenhouse. Um, but, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, anyway, well, missions. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke, though. That was a good we, joke. We had to cut out a joke. Um, Jeremiah made a bad joke. <laughs> it, for once, it wasn't me. I have to um, say, usually it's me who's doing that. But missions trip. Have you ever been on a mission? What What, what is a missions trip? Uh, what is short-term missions? So, I would guess, <laughs> I would guess, you know, just a little guesstimate of what that is. 
So short terms would be so you you have missionaries which they usually go live uh, in a place where obviously is not where they're not from. Um, it can be overseas, international. It could be it could be national. Doesn't really matter. But usually it's overseas is what we at least think about, and they're there to spread the gospel. So short term missions would be a summer, a week, two weeks. I think the longest or the shortest probably is a week. Yeah, and the longest can is usually about the summer, so three months maybe. Well, I would say my one of my brothers, Jeff. Jeff. Did, um, we haven't talked about him in a while. But well, he he's did, really bad at fantasy football. Yeah, he You're is welcome, really Jeff. bad. He, he probably would have been a good person to bring on for this one because he's done multiple... Well, why didn't you bring him on? Because I didn't think about it until just now. Okay, well, I that's, mean, we that's how him. much Jeremiah cares. We can cares. call him. He can come over. He'd probably get here by the time we finish the episode. I say, is he not at work right now? No, he's off. Well, I don't. I don't want him to come anyway. No. <laughs> he needs to ask. But um, regardless of whatever we're talking about, um, he has done a couple like week-long missions yeah. trips, short-term missions. He's done, he did one for a summer where he went out um, with a missionary. And then he actually lived for a year in Australia and was doing mission work. Down under. There. Yeah, in the land down under. Yeah. That's a lot of Outback knife. Steakhouses there? That's not a knife. This I, is a knife. I've never seen Crocodile Dundee. Never seen, you know what? I've only is seen it, I, I was it. guessing that was you know the, what? I was guessing the thing is though? Saying. The better version, Quigley Down Under. That is an Quigley excellent Down. movie. Tom Selleck and Alan Rickman. Oh, I like Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck plays a like a literal cowboy that goes to the to like the outback to work for a sheep hmm. farmer. Really good movie. Really good movie. Okay, that's fun. Anyway, so, anyway, so, yeah. so he he's done a lot of stuff. Didn't he get like cow that. fever there? He did get uh, cow fe- uh, Q fever. What is it? Is, it's from cows. Oh, it's a Q fever. It's specifically it's from okay. the uh, from. It, you can only get it from Australian cows, and then he brought it back. It's not contagious unless you're a cow. But but all the cows in Guam, man, <laughs> they just, <laughs> they just see it coming. He's wreaking havoc. And now Guam <laughs> is is now an epicenter of Q fever, or but, whatever. And then I've done. I've done, I think, two missions trips. It's kind of hard. Yeah, I guess I could say two. How long? Yeah. So how long were those? The both about a week. One mm-hmm. of them was closer to two weeks because we went early with my family and we kind of had a little bit of a vacation. And then everyone else that was going on the missions trip met us there after we were there for our vacation, and then we started the missions trip. Oh, and like, okay. you know, it's just kind of like, a, hey, we've never been here before. Let's go and we'll see the sites. And then when people get here to work, then we can do the work. Where was the mission ships to? Yeah. So because we grew up on Guam, they were both to like the some of the islands in Micronesia. One was well, to... Well, that's actual... To me, that's an actual trip, mission trip. Yeah, one was to Ponape and the other one was to Yap, the island of Yap. Yap, um, I've never heard that. The one with, that I went with my whole family was to Ponape, and I was probably 11, 10 or 11 mm-hmm. when, when I went there. And then the other one that it was just me and Jay that went on that one with our youth group. Ghosts uh, into Christmas and also um, what not to wear to church. One and two. Um, and one and two. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but we Future went with our whole youth group. Listen to youth groups. Uh <laughs> Listen to church camp. <laughs> wow! Drop your phone. Listen yeah, to phones. Exactly. <laughs> so, so what did you do on those mission trips? Let's so, just go with the one that you remember the most. So, the one I remember the most. We'll talk about the one that we went to Yap because I was older. I was probably sixteen. Maybe okay. 15 yeah, that would be more. 16. Maybe and more productive. That one. So, we we talked with a missionary out there, 
um, and we were like, hey, you know, we want to send do a missions trip. Can you use us? What what do you need? Oh yeah, this is what would be great. You, you can help by I can't remember exactly what the what the original plan was because we had to change it, but um, we were going to be doing stuff during the day and then at night run like a VBS mm. for the the kids out there. So like my job as part of the VBS was to do the like puppets. And so I was one of the characters in a puppet show and we did that for kids in the VBS. And there were a lot of kids that came as over a hundred kids. Oh wow. That's and a lot. every night we would do that. And then either the missionary or one of the people that came with us would do like a, a message for the kids. But during the day, we, we had one plan and we had to change it because a, a typhoon went through and tore the stuff up that we were going to be doing. And Don't then have that every day. our shipment of paint, and that was the other project we were planning on doing. We were going to paint the church building for them. Uh, and that all got delayed. So when we got there, none of the stuff was there yet. And it wound up not even getting to the island until a month after we left. So the missionary had a portable sawmill. And that was what one of his things that he would do is he would go out and cut down mahogany trees and actually run a sawmill out in the, in the jungle out there to get wood and stuff to make houses. So he's like, look, houses made food, out of mahogany, like the, the four by four and stuff like, like that. Nice. And Those are nicer than the houses here. It, yeah, it, it was ridiculous that we, we cut down, I think it was seven or eight huge, like, I, you couldn't fit both, like, three men could probably touch their fingertips together and circle around one of these trees. They were huge. Oh, so like, okay. They yeah, were old, cool. old trees. But because the storm went through our, and our original plans didn't happen, we had a backup plan of cutting down these trees to go and get boards to send to help people rebuild their houses. So it worked out in the end, but we also, <laughs> we had a lot of work to do. And, I mean, the... I can't. I, I'm trying to remember the longest board that we cut. It was a four by four by maybe twenty mm-hmm. of mahogany. Wow! And it took eight. It took eight men to carry I was one say, board. Like eight days. I was like, wow. That's. But we were there for a week. But see, but a four by four is actual like wood all the way hard, through hard it's a hardwood it's not like a pine or something like you see here well this four by four weighs nothing um and then 20 feet that's crazy dude yeah it was it was like i said it was eight grown men or older teenagers like you know mix okay so this is this is a good this is a good point right here to ask this question are missions trips where you're doing tasks are those actually good mission trips I, you know, it's hard to say. I, I, Todd Friel makes the distinction, uh, the guy from Wretched Radio. Thanks for saying that because I didn't know he, who that was. He makes a distinction between mercy ministries and missions trips, which I think is kind of important to distinguish. And would the mercy one be the, so I'm helping? A mercy, mercy trip is going to dig wells in Africa. Yeah. That's your goal is you're going to dig wells in Africa. A missions trip is you're going to win souls but we can also go and cut down trees. So for right. us, I would say that our trip to Yap was a missions trip because we were going in support and we, of the missionary that was already established out there and had a church, had his family out there and everything. We went out there to support him and to... The, the main original goal was to do the VBS. 
bring kids in that might not normally come to church, candy, all this, sit them down and give them the gospel over the course of a week. Right. We just also happen to have this time at the beginning of the days where we could go and do that sawmill for, you know, half a day for five, six days. So we did both. You can't, right. I'm not saying that, you know, a mission strip, you can only go out and preach the gospel and a mercy ministry. You can only, you know, dig wells or do stuff I was, like that. I guess I say my dad, he went on, I did go on one mission trip. I'll get to that later. But my dad, he used to go on mission trips all the time in the summer. He would go for, I mean, I want to say, if I say it's a month, it's two weeks. So we're going to go with two weeks, and which yeah. makes it probably one week. Uh, <laughs> and I'll get corrected really by my mom it was or something. A, a, a one day. Yeah, it really was there for a day. Uh, so he went to Kazakhstan one year. He went to Peru wow. another year, and then he went to Hungary uh, another year. I'm starving. <laughs> Me too, man. But uh, okay. And so they did the mercy part. So I, I, I want to say it was hung. One of them was like I think it was Hungary. Where they had like a lot of mosquitoes and stuff like that, and they were like living in an old abandoned castle, is where they had like all the people that were on the mission trip doing like living, and they were remodeling like I'm pretty sure it was like an office building, but it was for the church. So the church was mm-hmm. going to be in there, so they were building that. But then I'm, I'm going to get all these trips mixed up because I was a kid when he was doing these. But then there was a lot of times where they would be out in the street actually preaching they would be helping the church and stuff like that so it was like you said it was a mix between the two now when i went on a mission trip i went on one my senior year of high school i went to kentucky um wow love kentucky yeah real far away uh and i think we went to i don't even know i couldn't tell you where we were I couldn't. I don't. I don't. Re- I don't Bowling remember. Green. You went to the Corvette Museum. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> wow, it was real nice. Um, no, we went somewhere, and it was. We stayed at a church, and we were there for a week, and it was like we had a bunch of got high school kids. We had a bunch of adults and stuff. So we had that. Um, the, you know, the the. There's always that one thing that happens on the trip where the the parents are confronted because there was a fight or there was someone was caught kissing this girl or something like that and now we need to talk to the parents and send them home or whatever yeah there's always something i feel like there's always something like that at least on the mission trips from the states going to a different state always happens um i think this one was my actual my now brother-in-law he uh we were flipping each other's because everyone had a uh a blow up mattress and we were flipping the mattresses and then they said okay let's stop doing that so he went and flipped this kid we didn't like him and we flipped this kid's mattress one more time kid gets up and then he um kicks my brother-in-law in the groin and then my brother-in-law like like pops him Ooh. in the face like hardcore the kid like stand there trying not to cry um it was it was incredible so and that that was the that was the mission trip like we need to send someone home and they didn't actually which was kind of crazy but and this mission trip let's decide that's all the drama let's go to the real thing right so we did um a sports we did sports camps for the inner city kids there and i remember they asked i did my testimony one day they had a lesson for the kids each day we played a lot of flag football. That's one I was part of. They did flag football. They did ultimate frisbee or frisbee golf, I think, which, of course, you know, in the inner city, frisbee golf is not the number one sport. Actually, it's not the number one sport anywhere. So um, there was like two kids of like probably 300 that yeah. wanted to be a part of that um, because we had 
our one of our youth ministers was the he won a gold medal in the Olympics because the first year that they did frisbee golf, he was a part of it and he won. Is it's, that an Olympic sport? It it is now. I, he has an Olympic gold medal. That's all I know. And then I actually beat him. I played frisbee golf and I beat him. So I beat a gold medalist, guys. Yes. Remember that. So okay? by, <laughs> by, by default. By default, you are an Olympic gold medalist. I am medalist. the United States Olympic gold medalist for frisbee golf. But we did the we did the camp. Um, we did testimonies. We did that. And then we would, for for our church that was there, we would do like town hall meetings where they would, you know, they'd say some, they'd do some lesson. Did any of us listen? No, of course not, you know. Um, yeah. I always feel like when I tell these stories, like, you know, my childhood and when I was in high school, we really didn't, we weren't good people. But you guys, <laughs> you, you and your brothers seemed pretty nice, you know, back in high school. Um, but yeah, no, so we didn't listen to anything that was being said there. Um, we were just there for the social aspects of it. Yeah. I, re- I remember going, my parents didn't go to that church. I was going with my now brother-in-laws to that church. And we, I, so like their parents were my parents. And I, I just, I no one, none of the kids from high school really cared about going there to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. It was about, we're going to go on a trip. We're in a bus. We're hanging out with everyone. We're with our friends groups and we're just in a different place having yeah. fun. You, you make the memories which the memories are great, but again, the purpose of the whole thing was to spread the gospel, and I don't recall ever doing that. Yeah, yeah. And Except for, I guess, giving my testimony, but that, again, I mean, I did that for, it was a three-minute conversation in front of the kids, and that was it. And I think what your, your story is, is kind of the meme of what missions trips have kind of turned into, or maybe always have been. Uh, where it's, you know, you go, well, we're going to the inner city to do sport camp. We're, you know, we we went to, we did a food bank in, you know, some rural area, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm, or even going to Costa Rica to do, I don't know, a VBS, something like that, where really for, I don't know, 20 of the 24 hours in a day, you're just kind of sitting around taking pictures of parrots and having fun. And then for those four yeah. hours, you're practicing your puppets for a little bit. And then you the go and you do this and you do that. That's, and then you okay, talk to a couple kids is, and you speak really broken Spanish and think we, that you're really cool. At our thing, we also did at night, we would travel in the bus and we would go to like different parts of the city we were in. Mm-hmm. And we would do like big revival style um shows so we would have like you know the weird singing drama thing we had puppets then we had we had a speaker and he would speak and stuff like that so that was good i forget all these things you're bringing it all back to yeah me. but yeah th- those things would happen but going to what you said about the picture thing so my wife told me i had to bring this up um she said that she feels like everyone that goes to like an African missions trip is literally just there so they can take the picture with the little kid in the village mm-hmm. and just to get some uh, Instagram love and some Facebook love. And they all think they're Princess Diana taking pictures. Oh, is that a thing? Lepers. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I guess that's it. But uh, I think that, you know, you see it with, it doesn't matter about going to Africa. When they go to Guatemala or they go to Ecuador or whatever and they it's always she said it's the girls no makeup and then with the little kid from the village and i'm like yeah that sounds about right and again if you're going there for those reasons then just don't go i yeah. mean the the point like what jeremiah is saying 
And what I have proven is not what we did when I was a kid is to spread the gospel in a missions trip. And it's, it's not, not, and again, it's, I'm, you have to be careful because this is one of those things where we say all that and then people are going to say, oh, it's bad to go and help right. people in right. Africa yeah. to dig wells. Absolutely. Or, or That's what we're saying. It's bad to go put on puppet shows for kids who, you know, are living Well, if you leave lives. the puppet mouth wide open the entire time, yes. You need, <laughs> yes, to, be, you need you to be a master wrong. puppeteer and yes. you're good. Yes. But... No, that is not what we're saying. It's what is the motive of people going on the missions trips and what is the purpose of the missions trip in the in the first place? And I think we need to start getting away from the, um, the it's it's the old the old thought process of, of being like, well, as long as my kids are in church, at least they're in church. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, as long as they're on a mission, at least they're on a mission trip. It's like, I don't. I don't think that's right because I think that if you're not going to have your heart in the right place or your mind in the right place to be like the point of this is not to go have fun in the summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't have fun on a mission trip, but you're not there to have fun. That's not the point of it. The point of it is to spread the gospel, is to help people. If you're going to do a mercy trip, is that what they call it? Mercy? A mercy ministry. Mercy ministry. Yeah. So if you're going to go help build schools somewhere, then go help build schools. Don't go there for the fact of, oh, I'm going to get pictures taken i'm going to post these up i'm going to talk about this forever and i'm i'm cool because i did it as opposed to look at the thing like i'm happy i helped i think it goes back to go listen to tithing it goes back to the don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing and it's the thing of i don't need to i can tell people yeah i'm going to go on a missions trip but is it missions or mission mission i think either works i'm just going to go missions trip i think that's so, better uh you know i'm going to go on a missions trip that's fine you can tell people that i have no problem with it but it's when you start using it as like almost a street cred thing, yeah, like trying to oh, get clout. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I went to, I've, I've been to Ecuador, I've been to, I've been to Kenya, I've been to, you know, Kazakhstan, I've been to whatever. Like, this isn't about you. And yeah. and if your heart is in that place to go to a mission trip, then you shouldn't be going to them. I, I think that again, the the attitude that we have towards, well, at least they're at least they're there. They're not doing something you know, bad this summer. They're mm-hmm. not just hanging out at the lake or they're not just sitting around watching video, playing video games and watching TV. It, it's like, well, no, if you're going to send them on that mission trip, it needs to be where their heart is in the right place to go and do what they're going to go do. And it's not about them. It's not about fun. It's not about whatever. It's about God. Now, what do you think of, you know, we talk a lot about the international mission mm-hmm. trips, but what do you think about going to, you know, places regionally so like you went to kentucky yeah there's people i know that go to like chicago or detroit uh another big ones that are coming up now are like utah and idaho which have a really high mormon population i know a lot of people or i've heard of a lot of people going there for missions trips uh you know taking teenagers there what do you think of stuff like that is that is it beneficial to stay regional do you think it's it's something that is it worthwhile to send your kids to you know the middle of Chicago and, you know, South Chicago <laughs> and <laughs> do, there. do, uh, you know, I don't know, a food bank. Like or, what we did, what yeah, we did, like the, sport the, 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 the sport camp and then the revival thing at night. I think that it, it w- w- Steve Lawson, not Steve Anderson, Steve Lawson in his, um, doctor, doctor, Steve Lawson in his Bible study, uh, we talked about it in, I can't remember which episode, but it was the the man who lives in Dallas, Texas, who does not turn to God and does not turn to Christ and believe and is saved. Hell will be a lot worse for you then, right? Mm-hmm. 
So at least that, and that's what he says. So I agree with that. And I think that you don't have to go necessarily to, uh, you know, a random country way out where, like anywhere, like you can, I can drive down my street. I have 15 neighbors. Your dad talks about it in our Sunday school all the time. You know, I have 15 neighbors that come and talk to me. I know aren't saved. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, there's my ministry right there, mm-hmm. missions trip. So if I can do that right now in my neighborhood, I can do that going to a different state. I can do that going even just in a different area in my own state or going to my city, like doing a mission trip where I'm, I'm I, maybe I don't stay at my house. I go to my church and I stay there for a week and we're focusing on our city. I think that those are very, very important because here at home, we have an issue of we are, we have the Bible readily available and people will, do not believe. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is helpful to go do those things. I don't think it's wrong to go to either one of them. Um, and I, if your kid isn't like wanting to go to these mission trips and you still want them to go because you're going to not listen to me when I say that you need to stop this ridiculousness of, well, at least they're doing whatever. Uh, I would send them to a non-international one. I wouldn't. Se- I wouldn't send them to Ecuador. Oh, look! Look at the poor people that have like you know five cents a day yeah. by rolling cigars or something. Like you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't send them to that. I would send them to somewhere here in America and be like, have them like. First off, it's not as hard to do that for them to get them to go somewhere. Like I don't have to get a passport. I don't have to do all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And you're in America still. And you're going with your church people and maybe on that trip, you know, your youth pastor is able to get through to that kid um, or even like a helper of, of, of the youth group is able to get through to that kid. So I think that they're very, very, they can be very valuable and they shouldn't be looked upon like, oh, well, oh, you're only going to go to Alaska and <laughs> or you're going to go to California and yeah. do whatever. Like, yeah, I think that's still admirable. I think that, I mean furthering God's kingdom can be anywhere. It can be in your street. It can be two states over. It could be five states over. It doesn't really matter. And, yeah. and I think that they're, they are valuable and they're worth it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm not sure where I fall on them. I think the mercy ministry stuff isn't bad because you are doing something innately helpful. Right. And I don't want to say innately good, but innately, <laughs> innately yeah, helpful. I gotcha. You know, and I know that a kid who might, you know, he might not have the best life and then he is able to go for a week and not worry about having to pay and he gets to go and play fun games with people and he gets, you know, he might hear some someone's testimony or the gospel at the end of the night, but he doesn't really pay attention to them. I don't, I don't know if that's helping their spiritual state, but it is helping them emotionally. So it's hard to say that's wrong. But I think if if you're going to be going and marketing stuff as a missions trip, we're taking teens and we're going on a missions trip, then the point of it needs to be the missions. That is the first and foremost directive that you have is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. So... Matthew 28, 19 and 20. <laughs> that's the Great Commission. So it's not... It's not go out and dig wells, but that is something that you can do. Right. So 
dig wells in Chicago. Yeah, you never know, man. <laughs> Great, you know. Um, Over there, who knows? I have knows? a feeling the groundwater is just lead. Um, that's that's New York, though. Actually, is it? New I was York? I was actually just watching something about that. I like New where York the, had like the, some of the best water. in no, the No, the, the New York water, like it's like toxic. Really? Like because of the lead pipes and stuff. Like in the school, like in newer apartment buildings, it's okay because they change out the pipes. Yeah. But in like older like schools and stuff, like it's all lead, and kids are like getting learning disabilities and stuff because of how much lead's in the water. 100%. Did you know that like a whole generation of people have um, their IQs are on average 10 to 15 points lower than the worldwide average now because of leaded gasoline. Is this real? Yep. Yep. Before there was unleaded gasoline, gasoline had lead in it and the aerosolized pollutants included the lead. So people walked around inhaling lead for years and years what and years and years and world? years. And it, okay. I, can't remember what I never even thought to think about why it was called unleaded. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so then they came out with unleaded gasoline because they're like, wow, people are really dumb. <laughs> but All these Alabamians are so stupid. There you go. But... Anyways, how do we get on that? Like, I, 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 you're talking about the wells, but, man. Um, the wells. <laughs> the wells. Go dig them. So, you know, if you're going to be doing a quote-unquote missions trip, then do missions. What do you think about... Okay, we're just going to keep going with this. What do you think about? So what do you think about when um, peop, when churches or people are like, uh, hey, my kid is going on a mission trip. Can you donate to let them go on the trip? Well, now, oh, and, okay. and let's go, let's go with the, the family pays $10,000 a year for private school and drives two brand new cars and has a beautiful home. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. Really, I'm not. I know usually I say that and I'm like that, looking at you laughing. That seriously sounded like you were talking about someone <laughs> No, specific. I really am not. I, I, um, I don't know anyone like no. that. But I had friends that they would ask for donations to go. In my opinion, I always look at it where I think that the church should provide the money. They should ask for donations from people as a church, mm-hmm. and the church should select people based on, I think there should, this is ridiculous. Like a committee? I, want, I want there to be an interview process for yeah. the kids. Like, why do you want to go on this trip? What And not be mean about it, but like, what is the, what is the purpose of you thinking we're going to go on this trip? Now, you're going you're gonna to say, oh, of course, but oh, of my course. Here missions we go. <laughs> When I did my mission trip to Yap, they did do that. They had they everyone, did that. They had everyone. They said we only have a select group. We only have a certain number of people that we can host that the missionary can host. Yeah. So everyone who wants to go, let us know, and then we're going to pick people who are able to help with the things that need to get done. So they picked us. I think it was about twenty people. Right. Um, and then a, I think it was maybe eight sponsors that went eight adults or so, but. Um, yeah, I think that would be a smart thing. And then it was all done with the church. So I wasn't raising money for me. I was, if I was going out to raise money, it was for the group. So I wouldn't go to someone and say, Hey, can you help? You know, can I get some airline miles to get the flight? No, it was, Hey, me and a group of people are going on a missions trip. Would you be able to donate? Oh, you're writing a check. Please make it out to not not me, but to the church. And to the, the church, church. yeah. Uh, I think that's a smart thing to do. But I'm, I also you know, and, not, I'm, and I'm, I'm okay also... with the with the people asking. Like, if I go and ask someone for, hey, would you like to donate? Or someone came to me like at our church yeah. and said, hey, would you donate to a mission trip? Um, absolutely, I would. But my thing is, like you said, the people should be selected. There should be some yeah. sort of process where it's not just the the dude or the chick that wants to go uh, to the 
you know, to, to take the little picture with the kid or, or to be able to have the cool stories for the summer trip that they did. Yeah. And, and the individual donations, I don't think I have a problem with that Mm -hmm. necessarily. Like if, if, you know, doing it, the church running it through the church, I think makes it more official. But if the, if a youth group were to say, okay, you are the people that are going now, you need to, you need $600 in order to go. That is to cover your your flight or the bus ride and the food while you're up there. So by this date, you need to have $600 produced. And then, oh, hey, little Jimmy is going on his mission trip and he's going to the people in the church asking for donations for him to be able to go. I don't think that's an issue, but at the same time, I do see where it can get a little, I don't know, I, I, I would be more... I would be more comfortable giving to the organization than the individual, if that makes sense. Right. No, because does. if that individual winds up winds up saying, you know what, I can't go anymore, am I gonna get my money back? Right. But also if like if I give it to the organization, I'm like, I mean, it still yeah. went to helping yeah. someone else go. And then and then if yeah. I give Jimmy money and then Timmy walks up and he's going on the trip too and he wants to go, and then Sally walks up. Do I have to Jimmy, walk? Timmy, and Sally. Wow, what a story here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. This this is Um, crazy right now. (laughs) But, you know, they all want to go, and now I'm having to pick which one I want to sponsor. And it would, I think running it through the church does make it easier and more official. And probably, there's there's probably some, it it just, it sounds better in my mind having it, having it done that way. I'm not opposed to the individual, but I'm not for it either. I'm more neutral towards it. Um, I know that like my wife went on a mission trip to Honduras uh, when she finished high school and she didn't go with our church. She went with some friends who had a couple different people from multiple churches that went. Right. And so she was asking for donations on an individual basis because she was not going. So awful. <laughs> she, <laughs> she should have worked a job and gone through an interview but, process. But <laughs> she, she went with that group. And she was asking for donations individually. Now, the 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 thing I'm most like, besides a missions trip's purpose should be missions, should yeah. be preaching the gospel. I think something that is neglected or not um, not emphasized as much is the if you're going to a missionary. So, should a missions trip be going in support of a missionary or should it be going independently as a church to somewhere that doesn't have a missionary established there? And you're asking me this question. Yeah. No, I'm asking Raisin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, baby. What's up, dog? I mean, cat. Um, What's up, dog? What's up, dog, cat? Um, Wow, I'll give you. I'll give you my opinion. Then okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I think that it should be done in support of a missionary. Well, I think you're if wrong. You're going internationally. No, you're wrong. Okay. Yeah, you're definitely. We'll wrong. take that then. Yeah, you're. Uh, you're just, I'm probably wrong. You don't even but know what you're talking. But if you're about. going internationally, I think having uh, uh, someone there who's already established. I would. I would 100 percent agree with you on the international one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Then you need to have you know because you don't want to just show up in a Honduras and be like. Hola. I'm here, guys. What's yeah. up? <laughs> but if you have someone you're, you, that you know is there and someone that needs help, right? right? You know, if a missionary says, we don't need anything here, 
we're good, then don't say. You go anyway, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't you know, listen they to them. They don't help. know anything. They don't know what they're talking about. They need They've help. They've only lived there for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, but the domestic ones. Well, the domestic I, ones, I think you're usually going to a church, right? That's, that's yeah. what we did. Our church went to another church, but that church didn't support us in the actual mission. We went to the church and they supported us in letting us stay at the church. I do feel though like it, it is still a better idea unless there is literally no church in the area, like Idaho. Yeah. You know, there's maybe, you know, the wasteland. You go to Idaho and there's <laughs> potatoes. No, no sound church in the area. Yeah. Should you should you even go there on a short-term mission trip in the first place? Isn't, isn't Doug Wilson in Idaho? Yeah, he is. He's in Moscow. So, so that was a slide of him. Go listen to Christian well, nationalism. Okay, Idaho is a huge. Go listen state. to one, two, and three. But there's also, I mean, I have friends in Idaho that I know. I know, I know what you're saying. It's like Falls. it's it's like it's like California, where everyone's like, "Oh, California is such a popular state." It's like go between Los Angeles and Sacramento and tell me how many people live there. Yeah, none. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. It's really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Oh yeah, no, but, I, I think that yeah the the international one. Yes, you need to have an established missionary. Like my grandfather, um, he was a missionary in Indonesia. Mom grew up in Indonesia, um, in the jungles there, and they would have families from churches come out there in support on like a temporary basis. My cousins used to go out there, like my grandfather would go visit when he got older and he lived back in the States. He'd go out there and visit and he'd take my cousins with him um, back to those remote villages and stuff where like they established uh, uh, what's it, uh, churches in I think Kalimantan is what it's called Kalimantan, Kalimantan. anyway uh, not I'm Kalimantan I'm, I'm thinking of Indiana know, Jones it's okay yeah it's pretty much the same thing when I watched them, I'm like wow that's how they lived um, but anyway <laughs> that's where my mom grew up uh, but yeah no I think that in those kind of places that absolutely you should have you need to have like a, almost like a beacon there where it's like this is an established like you know in, in war times right they go yeah. and they establish the the talk is that what they yeah. call it tactical something or whatever I live you know I know things you know I'm, I'm a Navy SEAL kind of guy yeah but uh yeah you're so, just like Jocko Willick you're just like uh, I was gonna say Dan Bilzerian yeah that's, yeah that's, no that's I'm not too far. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a little too far, far right there oh <laughs> uh, yeah plus he has no money anymore so it's all good but, um, did he have any money in the first place? Uh, yeah, he did, but he like a lot of it was through fraud. I just well, can't stand we, that guy. I know I can't. You're wrong about Dan Bilzerian? <laughs> question mark. That's the, good, Jeff, on that one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, but yeah, no. So I think that having like that established command center is fantastic to have for a uh, a city shining on a hill. Yeah, yeah, to to be in a different country. I. You know, a lot of the Spanish countries, the, you know, I don't know exactly how they do it there. I feel like that's just, it's like there in Africa are like the two easiest places to go where you don't really have a missionary. You have an organization set up there, which isn't bad necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you really want to get into missions, I think the way you guys did it, is it Yak, right? Yap. Yap. So at Yap was probably the best way to do that, which would be there was a missionary there. You had a like... You had a, it's like when your dad puts me in charge of like our church, um, work days mm-hmm. and, and it's like, you know, we have certain tasks. We don't need 400 people at, we don't have 400 people, but we don't need 400 people at this church day to get these tasks done. Yeah. We need like 15. And so it's smarter to be like, okay, how many people do you need, Mr. Missionary? Oh, we need like 20 people. Okay. Well, we're going to send you 20 able-bodied people to get the things done that need to get done. And like he, he has it. He knows exactly what needs to be 
to, to get accomplished while they're here. They know, he knows the area. He knows the people. He knows what needs to be done. And those kind of things are necessary for those missions. I think that if you're going to an international where it's just an organization and you're like, oh, we're going to go and, and sit in a classroom and, you know, maybe teach a Bible. I, again, I've never been to these things, so yeah. I don't know exactly what they do. But and, I feel like going to a, a specific missionary would be way more beneficial than going to these bigger organization-style missions trips. Yeah. I know with... It's it's so... It, I, I already said it, but it's hard to say stuff about this because you know people are just wanting to... Yeah. You know, well, we're just trying to help. We're and, just two yeah, rotten old men can, sitting on our stoop be, screaming at the kids running by. <laughs> <laughs> you can be too helpful, though, is the problem. Yeah. And so I think a lot of missionaries will say... Yeah, you you can come and help out with the VBS, and they really don't need forty teenagers to show up. And now they're trying to deal with these forty teenagers and do all this stuff. And I'm sure it's stressful for that. But maybe you know, if you're trying to do stuff like the Mercy Ministry, especially, you can say, okay, yeah, this this missionary like uh, Jay Jay went on a missions trip. Uh, probably 16 or 17. Go listen to Christmas. And yeah, uh, and he uh, he went to the Philippines with a couple friend with a couple other people, and his purpose of going was to paint the school for the missionary because the missionary couldn't hire people to paint the school, and they, he needed someone to come to it. He had all the paint, had all the materials, but he just needed people to paint a school building. So Jay and a couple guys went, and that was their job. They didn't need 500 teenagers. They needed like... And a camera crew. Yeah, and, and a camera and a, crew. And a drone. <laughs> they, needed, they needed eight guys. Yeah. And so they just... I think, it was, I think it literally was eight guys just went, threw some paint on the building. I don't know if they did anything for the church because that wasn't why they were there. That wasn't what the missionary needed help with. Right. He needed help painting the building. And so that's something you can focus on too is, one... Preach the gospel, and if there's a missionary already there preaching the gospel, you don't have to go in and be like, all right, well, I'm going to preach today. You can say, hey, you go in your office, chill out, hang out with your family for a little bit. You've been really busy. Go focus on your next sermon. Let us go and paint the school building. Let us go and clean up your yard. Do do these things. Oh, you need, you need all the, the carpets cleaned in your church building? All right, let's go do that. We'll run. Some yeah, it's like the thing, like when you're when you're at home and and like your your aunt come or aunt and uncle come from out of town, and it's like like mine did when my dad was in the hospital was it last year or something like that. And they like go, hey, what can we do? We'll yeah. we'll we'll take over the tasks of the day. They took over cleaning my mom's house. They took over running the errands for her and stuff, so she could stay at the hospital. It's it's like that for the missionary, which mm-hmm. is it's the entire load off of them actually is a great ministry because it allows them to recharge, refresh, be able to go back at things and and have more vigor for what they're doing, which, you know, a lot of times and, you we, we all lose that focus in our regular jobs. Yeah. And think about, you do it. Think about, you, you talk to people, you spread the gospel, and they look at you and you spit in your face. Spit in your face every almost every time, right? Or a lot of times. And that is demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And to then on top of that be like, I have to go home and dig a trench because of yeah. a drainage problem. Or I have to go paint an entire school now. I mean, if you really think about it, like that's 
horrendous and they go through that a lot and it's not like here where I go and talk to you know blue haired chick over there and tell her to repent and then she just is like whatever and I go home that night it's like like you're like my grandfather you're in the remote jungles of Indonesia going to these people who are like worshiping idols and you're like hey um no repent and believe in God and then they're like uh, we're gonna kill you now. So it's a lot different yeah. in those in that kind of respect. And the other thing too is you think about we have the reprieve of going to church, right? Oh, so yeah, we're 100%, out in the world yes. and then Sundays, Wednesdays, we go back to church. Or throughout the week we're visiting with church family and we're fellowshipping with other Christians. What about a brand new missionary who just started a church and he is in charge of the church, he's running the church, but there's no one besides his family. It's right. just him. It's or maybe one other person. And it isn't the thing like, well, you could just get more people. It's yeah. like, no, well, I we are the we are it. That's so it. he is now in this position of every single day he is working and working and working and working, and he doesn't get that rest, and he doesn't get that fellowship with what with the believers because he doesn't have other believers around there. So maybe the mission strip can be. Yeah, you're going to support the missionary. You're going, he needs help going out and passing out tracks. You might not know how to speak Indonesian. You might not know how to speak uh, Spanish if you go down there. You you might not know how to speak these languages, but you can go with him and you can pass out tracks. And you can also visit with him at night and have a cup of coffee and just chat about what's going on and he can relax. That can be kind of a nice thing for him to do because he can't leave. He's, He's in the middle of something. He can't leave. So things are hard. Can't you just leave? Just go home. No, you can't. All right, let's go to some verses I got. All right. Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all. And this is also ESV, by the way. Go therefore wow. and make disciples of all. Go listen to KJV only. Uh, nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I also have Acts 13, 27, I want to say. Let me scroll down to that. Oh, 47. That would have been awkward. Okay, well, let's keep going down. You're doing great. Stop. <laughs> I almost said 27, which was about Jerusalem. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this has to do with what I'm trying to say. For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. And last but not least, I have an Old Testament one because I was like, you know, we got all these New Testaments. Let's go with the Old Testament. We have Psalm, Psalm 96, verse 3. Of course, I'm, really what I'm doing is I'm letting everyone make sure they get to these I had these that one verse. pulled up, too. They, oh, you want to read it? You go read it then. Well, no, you have it pulled up now. Okay, I, got, I, I, guess I'm okay. I, I said had. Okay, past you had. Tense. Okay, my bad. Past tense. Okay. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous works among all the people. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Yeah. So, again, we are commanded many times in the Bible to... It doesn't matter about going on a missions trip, but we are commanded to spread the gospel, to spread the kingdom. And mission trips are a way to do so in the right respects. Do you have a Luke's list today? I got a list for you. Is it a real list, though? It actually isn't. It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get into Luke's list. (laughs) 
Why? Why the cat? I just wanted to change it up for a second. But you, that's not, right. you do that like every other week. It's not changing it up. Nah, I'm just gonna change it up. You know what I'm saying? Switch All right. Up. So this is from LinkedIn. 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 Someone's someone actually put this on their LinkedIn. That's how bad this is. Wow. Mission trips. Five reasons to embark on this incredible journey with your kids. Now that sounds horrible. That I'm saying this is horrible. But I just think that when I read, I, I quickly I find the this is the first list I could find. And when I just kind of skimmed the reasons, I was like, these are very vague and very whatever. So let's just, maybe I'm wrong. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, we're just going off of it here. Just go. Go for All right. it. To do hard things. So to do hard things. Mission trips are hard work. 830 to 330 and 100 degree plus weather. Swinging hammers. Carrying trash, knocking down walls. This just sounds like we're doing HGTV here. Uh, in... Chip and Joanna Gaines? Question yeah, mark. that's right. What are we supposed to do? Didn't Jay oh, yeah. say we're supposed to do an episode on them? Yeah. Most of us don't work like that every day, so experiencing hard work is a great experience. Okay, that that's pretty much it. Plus, many of our kids don't do a lot of labor. Well, that's because you should... Okay, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I... <laughs> Go ahead, Jeremiah. It's, you... it's, it's not bad. I mean... I think that it's, it's not to do hard work... And then talk about labor. I think it's to do hard work and uncomfortable work, which is the sharing of the gospel with people. But then the problem is, it's not how are we glorifying God and showing these people and doing work for the benefit of them. It's how is this helping me? Yeah. It's not helping others. It's how is well, this Well, that's what me? the list is. It's yeah. five reasons to embark on the journey. So it doesn't, five reasons it's, why as a Christian It's very do self-centered. It. Right. Um I, I still say, though, that the hard thing is it's we should enjoy, you know, everyone talks about enjoy, like that whole thing. I think it was like 2010 through 2014, the whole like being uncomfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. It is a very uncomfortable thing sometimes to share the gospel with people, to have to be on a street corner, you know, talking to people and stuff like that. And people need to embrace that. Tough and under- time make strong man. That's right. Strong man make easy time. Okay. Easy time. Thank you, Joe Rogan. Make soft man. Let's try not to do that again. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, to grow in empathy. Those reading this probably have everything they need and want. However, on mission trips, you are serving those in poverty. And the family, the family we served were victims of domestic violence. The environment of that home led to trash everywhere and a deteriorated house. Hopefully you can all hear my son screaming. He does not like this list either. Um, mission trips allow you to grow in empathy as you come alongside those who are experiencing tough times. It's, okay. for, it's for you. Okay. <laughs> it's for you and yeah. you only. This is, this is my missions trip. Yeah, it, you know, this this is really a difficult situation for me because I'm an empath. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Next, number three, to be more grateful. Many of us grow numb to the good things we have in our life. This just seems like these people have a real big problem with, like, giving thanks for just normal life. And they're like, we're going to go on a mission trip to remind ourselves. Yeah. And this is definitely the in the same vibe as the people that do, like, the post on Instagram. Yes. You know, the poor child in Africa. And then they go back home and they forget about it immediately. And they're always like, yes. It almost reminds me of like church camp stuff. Go listen to church camps. Anyway, to be more resilient. (laughs) Join the Boy Scouts. (laughs) (laughs) Mission trips are unpredictable. Schedules change. Luggage doesn't show up. Meals don't always align with your taste preferences. However, you power through. 
There's more to this paragraph, but I'm done at that point. Why why does that matter at all? I don't know. If you want to have resilience, go to like boot camp or something. Like send your kid to the army. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just the, what is this? Anyway, okay. Well, uh, last one. They, I I, okay, I, I couldn't have McDonald's for a week. <laughs> the Big Mac they gave me had spaghetti sauce on it. Like, anyway. <laughs> they put plantains on the McMuffin. That's actually oh, really I'm, good. They no. did that in Guatemala. Oh. Wait, plantains on the what? They put they fried fried plantains on like the breakfast sandwich. Is this is this kind of like um is kind of like the plantains you get at like Texas Day Brazil? I've never go been listen there, to physical fitness. I've never been there, but sure. Uh, they I don't know. They just have no. Them. I have been there. I just don't remember those. Dude, I, the so, fried plantains. So are Aaron, really good. go listen to Pokemon. He when he went, we went for his birthday, and he kept telling me and my buddies, "You don't eat." anything but the meat because they're just trying to fill you up on carbs okay so of course we don't listen to him because we're like well look at all the good stuff they have too besides the meat and then they had those plantains and we literally told that waitress i i'm not kidding you at least 35 times to go back and get us more plantains and she just kept bringing them to us and i just said every time that you go back there just bring us a plantain and me and my buddy like it was the three of us and we just kept eating them it was so good. That, anyway, that's go like just think. straight fiber. <laughs> and sugar. So it was great. It was like caramelized. Oh, yeah. so good, man. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so. back to food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, back to my food thing. Un- uncomfortable. Uh, what, what's after the uncomfortable To one? be more resilient. That oh, was yeah. what the last one was. Okay. Resilient. We actually have a bonus one after bonus. this one. So this, this, one is, this one's part of the list. To grow in our faith. We all hear cool, cool, cool God stories. But it is completely different experience when you and your kids get to experience a God story together. A God story, Jeremiah. I hate that. I hate when people use <laughs> phrases that are not real phrases, like God story. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. I legit, what? Whether it's a baptism in the ocean, a person with very little singing a person with very little singing a worship song at the top of their lungs. Or hearing someone's tumor shrinking in size after prayer, our faith grows. I think these people are charismatic. They All might right. be a little charismatic. Okay, bonus. Bonus. To, guys, this is a bonus segment of Luke's List. Luke's List bonus. Surprise! That surprise actually was perfect. <laughs> yeah, Once I hit it, I was like, I'm not hitting anything else. That's great. <laughs> okay. All right. I love it. This is... The bonus is to see your kid, your child in action. I love watching my kids do their activities, seeing them on the field, on the stage, or just watching them talk with friends brings a smile to my face. However, it is a 10x, Grant Cardone, experience when you see them sweating and working hard as they serve a family in need. Every time I saw my daughter engaging with the family, we were serving, my eyes got watery. He okay, I don't, he got yeah. that though. It's all about. I think it goes back to it's all about him. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I have a daughter. This, I'm not gonna. I have a daughter. This guy. How for, dare you, for sir? <laughs> getting emotional about his children. That would be really. I'm not gonna get mad about uh, that. But at the same time, it's like I okay. I don't get mad at people for getting emotional. I mean, I literally bawled my eyes on Christmas Day with my daughter because I'm sitting there in an urgent care with her as they're swabbing her nose for like COVID and RSV, and she's crying, and I'm like, she doesn't have any sleep, and I'm literally just sitting there like. What am I? I mean, I know I'm like doing okay because I have her there, but I just felt, I mean, I literally, I couldn't, 
and that doctor was great. I don't know. God answered a lot of prayers that day. It was a, it was an awful Christmas. It was a great Christmas. But anyway, sorry. That's Merry all about Christmas. Yeah, that's all about uh, emotions with uh, children. I cry enough. But that's a good list. Made, I, I, made me I, upset in the right kind of ways. I know, but I can't. No, we not get. Kids <laughs> not get away with this. It's fine to be emotional about your daughter, but to sit there and be like, the reason to go on a mission trip is so I can get emotional yeah. and see my kids in action. It's not even about getting emotional. It's seeing Here, my kids in action. Here's what you do. Go <laughs> get a get a random country's flag off of Amazon. Okay, yeah. I got you so far. Put it in your backyard. Okay. And then have your kids go out and pull weeds. And put the flag. And pretend that they're in that country doing that. Uh-huh. And good. then you can get that emotional feeling. Thank you. I think that was a great list, don't you think? <laughs> That was a good list. Oh man, see Jeremiah good. had something we had to cut out, so I had to say and that something. was we, not me. I know. I'm just saying. So I so I needed something to cut out oh. too, so we could you know both have that. Okay, the it, first one was me. The first one was you. Anyway, that and you will never know what it was I said. You will never know. I'm gonna. You know. think you're special and can find out? You're not. You There's won't find so many out. times. I think there was the best one was there was a podcast where you said I I do cocaine. Oh, and then yeah. or something or I did cocaine or I did heroin or something. I think it was that. Or let's meth. It was meth, yeah. I think. But it doesn't matter. I'm going to try meth. That was yeah, that's that was it. the yeah. bit and you clipped it, it and, and I sent like, it yeah. to the deacons. I know I sent it to like two of the deacons <laughs> and like a bunch of our friends at church. I said, "Guys, I don't know about Jeremiah anymore." And then one of our buddies was like, yeah, "I talked to him the next he goes, I actually listened to that. I thought it was real and we were like, we need to have an intervention with him." And then I realized, "Oh wait, this is just a joke." <laughs> <laughs> How do you get a guy so clearly saying, I'm going to do meth? <laughs> anyway. Oh, goodness gracious. So that Where was, do people uh, find us, Luke? The, hold on. That was the episode. <laughs> that was the episode on missions trips. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope so, too. I did, I did forget to bring up one point I want to oh, bring up. Good. I, I saw a statistic. Who knows how accurate it is, but... Accurate enough for this show. Accurate, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that of the missionaries today who are under the age of 50 over 65 percent of them went on a missions trip when they were teenagers okay the the, the missionaries that are over 60 no, under, under under 60 yes missionaries percent missionaries under 50 okay gotcha over or around 60 to 65 percent of them went on a mission trip when they were so a mission trip could potentially so lead to them it is it is something that you know if you do it right and you're helpful it gives teenagers a taste of the mission and i think field. that we pointed that out that was yeah. the big thing was it's what is the motive here is the motive like that guy's list because if yeah. it is i guarantee your if it's all are. about me then probably not but if you're going to actually help then yeah that's probably but that thing. woman's tumor shrunk yeah during the prayer and my kids were working and it made me cry <laughs> Why weren't you working, guy? <laughs> Where can people find us, Jeremiah? People can find us on Instagram and TikTok at First Off You're Wrong. I need to like actually post something on TikTok. Yeah, you probably should. I think I post like one thing. I don't have a TikTok, so. Yeah, I'm a TikTok master. What can I say? You can also find us on X at no. F underscore O underscore no. Y underscore W. No, you can't. And, <laughs> you can't no. find us there. There's the, the last out. thing that happened on there was I like. We the, just need to like cancel everything except Instagram. Yeah, and I forgot to do the Instagram post for the last episode. Are you for Christmas? Yeah. And I yeah. gave you a good clip. You did. You did. You talked about beating up heretics. I did. But the other thing is, uh, you can email us at contact at first off you're wrong. Yes, if you got any kind you of... You have access to the Instagram, too. Why don't you post it? <sighs> Dude, you did... Oh. Like, your response were oh. really good. Um, oh. I, actually, I don't know how to do the stock photo, the footage. I literally just... 
I don't know what that was. Anyway, I don't know how you do the stock footage at all. I still like I have no clue how you make those cool videos. I don't. And they're really cool. I'll show you later. They're really awesome. I'll, I'll tell you when you're Okay, older. that's fine. Let me know. Let me know. Because I'm going to put a bunch of Rocky, maybe like some Bloodsport in there, you know, like Claude Van Damme. What's <laughs> your next? <laughs> anyway. Okay, people can hear us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you already knew that. Next week, we will do an episode on why you are wrong about yoga. Yoga? Not Yogi Bear oh. or Yogi Bear. But yoga, namaste. And with that, the most important thing that you learned today is that first off, you're wrong. Bye bye. Go on a mission trip. <laughs>